0: hey family praise God and I remember we talked about communication with God and one of the ways of him communicating was dreams but there is something small I forgot to add you may want God to talk to you through dreams but before going to bed what are the last things you've looked at or had or reflected upon you know the same Bible says that your dreams are shaped by your thoughts So if the whole day you've been thinking of unrighteousness, you don't expect God to speak anything otherwise. Allow your dream will reflect what you've been thinking about. So don't expect, let me say, to listen to secular music or speak vulgar and then go to bed and God speaks. No, it doesn't work that way. He speaks in a clean heart and mind. So if you really do want God to speak to you, it's not compulsory. But if you do want him to speak, make sure that those evening hours before you go to bed, free your mind. Don't watch some horror and then go to bed. That is what you dream. That's, that's why young kids, when they watch scary things, they like, that's what they dream, okay? So we go ahead. Um, yesterday, before going to bed, I was when I was praying, I was telling God, God, show me what will prevent me from going to heaven. And then after rebuking me in that dream, He showed it to me this way that, yeah, Jesus does, he does love us, eh? For example, you are a child. Your father is the principal of a school. Though he loves you and you, are his child, and he wants you to do things your way, there are always rules and regulations for the school. So when you break them, you leave him with no choice, okay? So that is how it is with God. He does love us, but there are rules and regulations for us to enter heaven. Those were set A billion years ago and they can't be changed for only you one person though God does what loves you for example Solomon during the time of his birth God gave him a name that meant loved by God yes God did love Solomon so much he even used to speak to him but then what happened Solomon gets so many wives I remember like about 700 women and 300 concubines which is around a total of 1,000 women. And these women all used to worship different gods, and he ends up worshiping their gods. And that means that when he died, he wasn't still in good terms with God. Okay, So God, when God loves us, yes, the grace is sufficient, the love is sufficient. He does love us, but there are conditions, there are rules that we are set to enter heaven. It doesn't matter whether God loves you. You also have your part to play. Okay, let's read Jude chapter 1, verses 4. That says, For some godless people have slipped in unnoticed among us, persons who distort the message about the grace of our good, in order to excuse their immoral ways, and who reject Jesus Christ, our only Master and Lord. So pastors are going to tell you, because Jesus died, he died so that you can be well. The grace is sufficient, continue. you can continue doing that and God will forgive you. No, there is a point where it is enough, enough is enough. There is a point where he can take in what is enough. Like it says, he's slow to become angry and quick to forgive, okay? So we go to the third letter from John, chapter 1, verses 11. My dear friend, do not imitate what is bad, but imitate what is good whoever does good belongs to god whoever does what is bad has not seen god okay then second letter to john chapter one verses eight be on your guard then so that you will not lose what we have worked for but will receive your reward in full you see people can forget what you've done for them but god is god he never trust me god never forgets what you've done he never forgets your sacrifices and it says you will receive your reward in full it doesn't matter how long it will take you will receive it okay just like Joseph though he went to prison God was faithful he still received his reward so we go to 2nd Peter chapter 3 verses 9 the Lord is not slow to do what he has promised as some people think Instead, he is patient with you, because he does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants all to turn away from their sins. Very self-explanatory. We go to First Peter chapter 3, verses 3. You should not use outward aids to make yourselves beautiful, such as the way you do your hair, or the jewelry you put on, or the dresses you wear. Instead, your beauty should consist of your true inner self. The edgeless beauty... Of the gentle and quiet spirit, which is of the greatest value in God's sight. That is what is of greatest value in God's sight. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want us to look good and so on. But what comes first? Your heart. Because before people, they're going to say, Hey, mama, eh, you look hot in that skirt and all that and that short thing and all that. But before God, he checks the heart and you realize in the end what will matter is pleasing God, not these people. These people can betray you any day, any time, but God will never leave your side. So we go to First Peter chapter 1, verses 6. Be glad about this, even though it may now be necessary for you to be sad for a while because of the many kinds of trials you suffer. The purpose is to prove that your faith is genuine. Even gold which can be destroyed is tested by fire. So that so your faith, which is much more precious than gold, must also be tested so that it may endure. That is why people think that God's things take long. No, they do not take long. He, there is a test. And when you pass the test, trust me, just like exams. When you pass the exams, you go to another class. That is, is how it is with God. When you pass, you go to another level, from one type of grace to another type. So we go to James chapter 4, verses 7. That says, mm. so then submit to God, resist the devil, and he will run away from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. I love this. Come near to God and he will come near to, to you. You can imagine when you go to the president, he will just sit in his, he will be comfortable in his chair. You just have to keep going to him and you, you know, you'll be a subordinate. But The whole God of the whole entire earth, when you come to him, he runs towards you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you hypocrites. Be sorrowful. Cry and weep. Change your laughter into crying. Your joy into gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. When we go to James chapter 1, verses 26. Do any of you think you are religious? If you do not control your tongue, your religion is worthless and you deceive yourselves. What God the Father considers to be pure and genuine religion is this, to take care of orphans and widows in their suffering and to keep oneself from being corrupted by the world. We all know what the desires of the flesh and the world are. We go to Hebrews chapter 12. Verses 14 that says, try to be at peace with everyone and try to live a holy life because no one will see the Lord without it. Mm -hmm. Um, Hebrews chapter 6 verses 10. God is not unfair. He will not forget the work you did or the love you showed for him in the help you gave and are still giving to your fellow Christians. God is not unfair, he's not blind. He says you reap exactly what you sow. When you reap in the field of your spirit, you reap everlasting life. When you reap in your flesh, you reap when you sow in the field of your flesh, sorry, you reap death. So first Timothy um, chapter six verses six says Well, religion does make a person very rich if he's satisfied with what he has. So people think that when you choose to become born again, only those who are poor, who are suffering, are the ones who make it to heaven. No, God is the owner of everything, silver, gold, every beautiful thing you want. But what God doesn't want is to give you these things and you forget him. What he doesn't want is to give you these things and use them to... Worship that for example he gives you money and you get involved in adultery that is what really hurts god but he wants to give you these things and all glory and honor goes back to him then we go to verses 10 for the love of money is a source of all kinds of evil some have been so eager to have it that they have wandered away from the faith and have broken their hearts with many sorrows let me say if you love money so much and you end up sleeping with this very old guy because for the sake of money when he gives you an STI or something like that, it hurts you so much. Or oh, when you find out he has a married woman, a, mari- a wife, and then she ends up attacking you or even bewitching you at worst, you end up getting brokenhearted. And yet your God is the owner of everything. He's very willing to give you these things because all these promises are for his children. But I don't know what happens to us when we just choose other things over good, jeremiah chapter 2 verses 22 even if you washed with the strongest soap i would still see the stain of your guilt it is pointless to use the strongest soap wear the heaviest perth- perfume when your heart when your soul is stinking before god my god he turns away from you he tolerates he doesn't tolerate that is why the bible tells us that only admit that you're in wrong and god will forgive you that is all he wants from us just admitting that we have done wrong and he will be merciful he'll forgive us it says and, um, jeremiah chapter 3 verses 12 unfaithful christine come back to me i am merciful and will not be angry i'll not be angry with you forever only admit that you are guilty and that you have rebelled against the lord your god Okay, It is just that simple. Admit you're in wrong. Accept God to correct you. As he corrects you and rebukes you, accept it willingly, gladly. He's going to help you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And in the end, you will not only achieve 100% on earth, but also in heaven. May God bless you.